Alright, welcome everybody to yet another bonus slash exclusive episode of the Wrestling vs. the World Podcast. If you're enjoying your day suite, if not, what the hell ever. So, I did not get to watch uh, the Royal Rumble live as it happened. I had stuff going on Saturday, pretty much the whole day. I did skim through the show in order to see what took place and everything like that, and I have looked at the results. Now, I wanted to talk about this because of my predictions and also because we have a huge wrench that got thrown in because of what happened at the Royal Rumble. First of all, let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble match. This won't be a full show review. I want to talk about just some things and also my predictions and everything. So, I was correct about Bailey winning the Royal Rumble match, but she last eliminating Liv Morgan rather than Becky Lynch, but I had a feeling Becky was not going to win. And I still stand by the belief that we're still going to see Bailey versus Io Sky coming up WrestleMania. So a conflict there within the whole damage control stuff. We did get some shocking returns like Naomi coming back all of a sudden. Jordan Grace, so the quote-unquote forbidden door was opened up. A couple of NXT appearances we had by Roxanne Perez and Tiffany Stratton. And Jay Cardell finally made her in-ring debut. Who knows what's going to happen with her going forward. But I had a good feeling we were going to see Bailey, and thank goodness we did not see Sha- Sasha Banks slash Mercedes Monet. Because honestly, with how she departed, with her constant attitude and everything like that, please keep her away. But I mean, congratulations to Bailey winning the Royal Rumble, lastly eliminating Liv Morgan. So hopefully she's going to get a big moment at WrestleMania. Because I think she's one of the only ones that has not really had one of those big moments yet. In fact, she hasn't even been in a WrestleMania main event. Because, I mean, technically, Sasha was for WrestleMania 37 Night 1. Charlotte and Becky for the main event of WrestleMania 35. So maybe, well, then again, I don't know if that's going to happen depending on the card. But Bailey's got a chance. I'll say that. Now, it became obvious the next one, Roman was going to retain his championship. But please, can we stop with this whole thing of Sol Sokoa getting involved in every t- fucking match that Roman has? Like, Jesus Christ, it's the same thing. How many times have we seen this whole thing where somebody interferes inside of a black hooded sweatshirt, they unzip, oh, it's somebody from the bloodline. They're getting involved to help Roman retain. It's just the same copy-paste formula. Like, I get it. You got the heel. They got to be the chicken shit. Like, not being able to do things by the book and everything. But it's just copy-paste laziness right there. Roman has a match. Somebody within the bloodline is going to interfere to cause Roman to retain. Like, it's just overdone. It, I, it's just, it's, I, I'm tired of it. Just, I'm sure, like, I'm sure everybody else is. But at least I got it right that Roman was going to win. It was blatantly obvious. Now, Logan Paul, I had a feeling he was going to retain. I did not think it was going to be via disqualification against Kevin Owens. So it looks like Logan may be going into WrestleMania as U.S. champion. Who knows what's going to happen with Kevin. Now, the men's Royal Rumble, I got wrong because I thought it was going to be CM Punk winning rather than Cody Rhodes. You look at the overall Royal Rumble match, Andrade made his return, and I believe he's now part of the Raw roster, so he's officially back with the company. Congratulations and welcome back to Andrade. Uh, from We got Carmelo Hayes in there, and from the f- stuff I've read, Braun Breaker, when he made his appearance here in the Royal Rumble match, he essentially filled the full role that Brock was supposed to have done before the whole... Vince McMahon now, like, stuff from the details of the lawsuit came about. So, maybe Braun can finally get called up now, because he's been in NXT for quite a while. And I feel like he was going to be, he's going to be a good addition to the main roster. He also had Omos in there, didn't really care. And Pat McAfee, 
He got in the ring and he was trying to claim that, oh, I did not know I was going to be part of the match. No, you clearly had to because, as Maven explained on his YouTube channel, there's an entire run sheet of exactly who's going to be in the match and the details and everything. So you knew you were going to be in there. You just were keeping with kayfabe. But I mean, I was glad to see him back even if he had to eliminate himself. But then back down at the end, it was down to CM Punk and Cody Rhodes. I was also right saying that Jay and Jimmy were going to face off. I did not feel like, think it was going to be right at the beginning of the Royal Rumble match. But Cody and Punk were the last two. Punk was looking at the sign while getting ready for a GTS. But Cody stopped him, threw him over the top rope. That's it. So Cody wins the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble match. And it looks like he's aiming at Roman. But something tragic also has happened during the match. CM Punk is unfortunately injured again. This is, like, he's suffered so many injuries already since he just came back. Like, the broken foot, the other torn tricep. I don't remember if he was injured something around the last match that he had in AEW. But now he's torn his triceps again. I think this was, like, what, his second match that he's had since he came back to, to WWE. I know he had a match around the end of last month when he faced Dominic Mysterio at a house show. Might have been Madison Square Garden. But two matches in, he's getting injured again already. Like, come on. Luck is not on his side. Really. So because of this, like, now, that kind of also throws a wrench in there. Because now they're trying, first of all, Punk being out, he's going to be out four to six months, I think, from what I heard. It's supposed to be four to six. And he got injured taking the Future Shock DDT by Drew McIntyre. And they run him off saying, hey, he's injured. And Drew adding insult to injury by attacking his legit injury. So, Punk is going to have to miss WrestleMania. So, that's going to really mess things up. But now they're trying to play saying, Hey, it was supposed to have been Punk going to the Elimination Chamber because he's the cover on the cover of the poster there. That's not going to happen. It's so, Cody's got a choice here. He could go for the World Heavyweight Championship against Seth Rollins, somebody who's got a pretty lengthy history with since his return a couple of years ago. Or he could try to fully finish the story by having a second shot at Roman. Now, I saw on social media, like, somebody asked a question. And I had to retweet this. They're like, should Cody win at WrestleMania 40 if he goes after Roman? And I said yes, because if he loses again, there's really no turning back for him. Because think about it. How will that look for a guy if he wins back-to-back -back Royal Rumble matches? He goes after a specific person... And loses in back-to-back -back WrestleMania matches against that exact same guy. That will not do Cody any favors. At all. To win back-to-back -back Royal Rumble matches, you go Roman both times for WrestleMania, and you still lose both times. I can understand losing the first time because Solo, had, like I said, he always has to get involved. But it's just like, they've got to they've gotta give Cody the win in this one. Because otherwise, where do you go from here? I mean, like, look after WrestleMania last year. He managed to beat Brock Lesnar two out of the three matches that he, they had on television together. Even though Brock's motivation wasn't ever explained, he just attacked Cody out of nowhere. They had the matches, then he showed him respect at the end of the SummerSlam match. Then he's had some stuff on and off, like with Dominic Mysterio and some stuff with Shinsuke, like blowing red mist in his face. But it's like, again, if you don't put the belt on Cody at WrestleMania, where does he go from there? It's like, yeah, he could eventually go for the World Heavyweight Championship, but that's not going to do him any favors in the eyes of the fans. Like I said, if you do this, back-to-back -back Royal Rumble wins, going against the same guy and losing both times, it's not going to help him. This is the make-or-break moment. 
And now, also, what does that mean for Seth Rollins? I still predict that Cody's going to go after Roman again. Try to redeem himself after last year. But now, what does that mean for Seth? Could that mean that Drew McIntyre is going to go after him now? Because, I mean, there is some beef there that could happen for Drew McIntyre. And plus, there's rumors that his contract could be coming up after WrestleMania. So, who knows if that can influence him to stick around. Give him a big tie match at the rightest stage of them all. I mean, you had that at WrestleMania 36 a few years ago. You could have something happen here. And I know Seth is still fully trying to finish rehabbing from his partial leg injury, so you never know. But it's gonna it's gonna raise some questions. Like like I said, it's obvious Cody's gonna go for Roman again. But what's gonna happen with Seth? Because like I said, Punk's now out of the picture, so they're gonna have to have some new backup plan going on for our, the Elimination Chamber. So I mean, again, those those details are not known yet. We don't know who's gonna qualify for the Elimination Chamber match or anything. I mean, if I had to go based on the list of who participated in the Royal Rumble match itself, like I said, it's not going to be either of the Usos. They're clearly going to go one-on-one for the big WrestleMania match. Uh, Grayson Waller, hell no. I mean, it's got to be somebody on Raw because they're not going to allow somebody to probably jump ship. Andrade, too soon for his return. Shinsuke, no, they already did the feud recently. It didn't. Shinsuke didn't win. Dominic, no. I mean, if they want to get... Seth Rollins, like a bunch of cheering, everything like that, everything like that, that will probably help, but no. Ludwig Kaiser, no. Finn, no, they already did that feud already. Uh, Bronson Reed, I honestly can't take him seriously. All he does is make goofy faces. If you've seen his pictures on WWE Supercars, you'll understand what I mean. Either always looks like he's getting hit in the nuts or is constipated. Kofi, he's not at that level. Now, I know they've teased Gunther, but here's the issue. If Gunther goes into WrestleMania and faces Seth Rollins, is he going to have to drop the Intercontinental Championship beforehand? Because I don't think they're going to do like a unification-style match where both men have their championships on the line going against each other at, coming up at WrestleMania. Intercontinental versus World Heavyweight Champion. It just I don't see it happening. So again, unless... He drops the Intercontinental Championship at the Elimination Chamber, and then somehow becomes number like number one contender or something like that. It's not going to work. In fact, that wouldn't even make sense because he would have to participate in two matches in one, lose the Intercontinental Championship, then somehow get in the Elimination Chamber afterwards, all in the same night. So, ugh. unless he loses it on Raw or everything, but it's like when you have a lengthy and historic Intercontinental Championship run that's now breaking, broken the Honky Talk Man's record. How do you do it? You, like, you can't put it on, lose that on free television. Uh, Ivar, no. Braun Breaker, even if he comes on to Raw, it, it's going to be a bit pushy too soon. Omos, no. They did that random throwaway match at Backlash last year. No, thank you. JD, no. No way. R-Truth and The Miz are not at that level. Damian Priest. Now, I mean, he's still tag champions with Finn. And he's still also Senor Money in the Bank. But it's like, when does he cash this in? Like, he's still got a few more months left until the one-year, like, time limit, like, expires and everything for how long he can hold the briefcase. And they're not going to do this to somebody where they hold the briefcase the entire time and they never cash it in. Uh, Ricochet, no. Uh, Sammy, I don't think so. So, I mean, the only person that seems... Feasible at this moment would be Drew McIntyre now. 
that feels like the only option we've got now. And especially, like I said, especially after what we saw in Raw, because you look at the other members of the Raw roster that were in the that were in the Royal Rumble, nobody else can really feels like they're at that level or can be built up in time. You know, and like, because like I said, the other closest will be Gunther, but it's like, like it doesn't seem reasonable when you look at how much time we got left and what you would have to do. So, uh, I don't know. It's a messy situation. Like I said, I still, I'm still sticking with my other predictions. Like I said for the last extra episode, the Usos going against each other, Bailey and Io Sky, maybe a United States Championship ladder match. Uh, Becky and Rhea, Cody Roman. And now instead of Punk versus Seth, which again would have been still been a great thing to see, and maybe we'll get it next year depending on what the plan, excuse me, what the plans are. But it seems like the only person that looks like they could like become a feasible number one contender in time, like winning winning the elimination hero match, to go against Seth would have to be Drew. That's the only option I can picture actually working right now. So anyway, I mean I was at least impressed I got three and one for my predictions. And I'm wishing CM Punk a speedy recovery. But it's just like this is gonna make you wonder what's gonna what the long term plans are gonna be for WrestleMania now because I can't think of anything else they're gonna do for coming up at WrestleMania for any other matches just yet. I mean, I know they put the women's tag championships on uh, Kyra Sane and Asuka, so the Kabuki Warriors have reunited within Damage Control and they're women's tag champions again because those tag titles won't go away. And who knows what other plans they got. But anyway, if you all can comment and wish to do so, let me know what you all think about the outcomes of the Royal Rumble and who's going to face Seth at WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight Championship. Because like I said... I don't see Cody choosing Seth instead for his title match and everything. I only see him going after Roman again. We saw, like, teases of that at, at the end of the Royal Rumble, and it only makes sense. So anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, folks, leave a like or rate the podcast if, on any of the streaming services that you're listening on. Follow or subscribe or whatever, depending on the options you have for these subscription services. I gotta find a new outro to do for these exclusive episodes, but you all know what to do. Follow slash subscribe. Rating all this stuff, and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, folks, and peace out and good day, everybody.